Hello. Uh, if y'all listen to my last one, I appreciate you. I ain't gonna front on you. I look, I can look at the analytics. <laughs> I have a very small audience, and I mean, I don't know what. And I, I will say that to say I don't expect any different. I don't uh, put this out to the world. Really, I put it out to basically Facebook, maybe Instagram, which is basically the same damn thing. I know the same damn people. And uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting out of my safe, the safe place. I hate that term only because people are assholes with that term. But, you know, for lack of a better phrase, I want to come out of my safe place and try to expose this to more people. Uh, figuring out ways to do so. But for me, the biggest thing is um, I'm doing this on a pair of Project Rock headphones and the app on my phone. Like, this operation could be shut down by one, forgetting to pay my phone bill, or two, a phone call. And this whole thing shut down and we starting over. So, I mean, I, I got some microphones and stuff at home, but the problem with that is when I get home, man, and I'm doing it like that, it's a whole different ball game. The fun in this, when I first started this, and even as I do it now, is it's therapeutic. Like the last one I did was about my mom. You know, a year, a year has gone by since she passed away. And this was the outlet I used on a day that unbeknownst to me was her last day on earth, you know, trying to deal with it then. And this was the outlet I used a year later. And I enjoy it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just a cat talking to myself with a microphone close by. It's it's something, quite honestly, I've been doing my whole life, microphone or not. I'm my best listener. But I, I kind of want to put it out to the world. I mean, everybody, look, we all got that little bit of ego that feels like, look, I come at this a little different than you do and you come you know, you come to things a little different than I do, and maybe I can say something that helps you, something that you identify with, something that makes you say, well, hell, I thought I was the only one. I mean, I've listened to many podcasts where I was like, damn, I thought I was legit the only person that felt this way only to find out that man I'm far from it and that's probably like that in pretty much everything that we go through in life so hey maybe I can be that for you and if not I'm just a cat talking to myself (laughs) with a microphone nearby and I'm alright with that but my big thing and this one's short because the gimmick is when I get to my destination I'm at my destination but I would like a lot of engagement with this one so we're going to see what we can do with this. And I'm going to try to get it out there a little deeper. But parenthood, man. What are things 
I want to start by saying my parents did the best they could. Hopefully your parents did the best they could. And as a parent now, I'm trying to do the best I can. But what are things about parenthood that stump you or that make you feel insecure? Mine is reactions. For instance, my oldest daughter, she's 12, she's in sixth grade, doing very well in school. Um, getting her in school is different now, and that's something that's hard for me. Like, there's really not homework anymore. They literally do what would have normally been homework in a specific class before they go home. They, it's it's strange as hell. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's one of those things as a parent that I try to not push my way that I know on them because the way that I know is outdated. But I get an email. Basically, the the teacher snitch in a very uh, expedient way now, man. Like, I get an email that says, you know, has my daughter's name. And they're like, look, as we discussed earlier, your assignment is late now. And I'm concerned that you're doing too much uh, socializing with your friends. And I'm like, damn, this teacher ain't playing, bro. He's sending out professional emails and tagging me, tagging my wife. And then, hell, if my daughter had an email, I'm sure he tagged that ass, too. I mean, this is straight up like what I do at work every day. I'm CCing everybody. He CCed my ass. And then, but my daughter's 12. She ain't got no email address for real. So he just literally setting it up to... to you know, act like he talking to her, but really you talking to us. And I'm like, damn, she out here just talking. Like she missing assignments and talking. He's like, oh, you might have to bring it home for homework. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I got to stop this right now. I got to nip this in the butt. Is it nip this in the butt or nip this in the butt? I always say nip it in the butt. I don't care if it's right or not. I'm going to nip it in the butt. I'm going to tell her you're going to stop it. You're going to stop it right now. So, you know, I do the whole thing. I read the email one more time. I got to get my game face on, man. I got to get my game face on. I got to get ready. Hell, I saw this at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, a lot of time passed before. So, I had to look at it again and get fired up. Like Michael Jordan in Game 7. I got to look at some newspaper clippings. I got to get... I got to have ghosts to fight. Damn it. So, you know, I show up and I'm like, let me get your phone. You know, she on the phone all the time. Let me get your phone. I get a phone. And then I'm like, you're doing too much socializing. I saw your email. And like before, as soon as I started, she's like, yeah, I, I saw it too. He, he told me. Now, she said this some shit that she said, though. And this is the hard part. Okay. Big difference. In today's generation, and my generation, and probably the ones before us. She was like, yeah, I I heard it too. I was there. Now, second she said that, boy, my butt cheeks 
got tight. Tight. I'm like, oh shit. Oh. Ooh, she talking. She talking dirty. She talking. She, she getting she gonna get it. I'm gonna kick in a forehead. Because that's where I came from, man. Like, look. My I didn't literally get kicked in the damn forehead. But I got some ass whoopings. Your mouth could get you in some deep dookie. And mine did a few times. Only a few. Because my mouth got too smart. My dad dumbed that shit down real quick with a belt. Might sound, oh my God, to you. But it is what it is. You probably took a few ass whoopings yourself, especially if you're around my age. But it's a different world now. And that's the hard part, man. My child, half black. Well, hell no, she's not half black. She's somewhat black, somewhat white, somewhat Mexican. A lot of different ways of handling things in her makeup and we live in a world where I'm just going to say it the more traditionally white side of discipline kids the white cultural way of handling kids has kind of become the prevalent way and that's hard for my black ass I um you know I I grew up where my dad my dad basically my mom never wanted to whoop me but my dad you know he tear that ass up my friend's parents man (laughs) my my, my, my best friend Larry man his mama would have whooped his ass he can tell you some stories Matter of fact, we might do it. I'm going to try to get with him and do an episode on it. You catch some ass whoopings, man. You catch some stray ones, man. You you talk too funny. You best make sure your floor is clean. Because whatever you got in that floor might be used against you in a court of law. Mama's law. Dad's law. Your ass is grass. I come from that, man. My my um my village was a village of whooping ass. They weren't a village of sitting in the corner and think about it. Now they they might do. They let me take some shit from you, but that's post ass whooping. That's just some salt to go in the wound to make sure you got the picture. So we ain't got to do this no more. But I come from, we come from a time now where you whoop your kid's ass. Your ass might be grass in in a different way. Your ass might become the luxury. They might be lotto picking your ass in prison. So you got to be cognitive of that. And that part of you, and then it's that always that part of you that wants to do it differently than your parents did. Now, I never sit here and say, oh, man, I was abused. 
But I'm 38 years old, man, and I remember some of them ass whoopings. Now, I can't tell you if that's a good thing for me or a bad thing for me, but I can tell you it's a thing for me. I, um, you know, I, I, I stop myself sometimes physically. A lot of times physically. Because that line, you're scared of that line. And you want to do it differently. Verbally, I was a little harsher. She ain't catch no ass whooping. But verbally, I got on her. And I, you know, some time went by. And I had to think about it. And I, and I ain't going to front. I, I went and, you know, she came in the room later. <coughs> Act like y'all ain't hear that cough, man. I've been holding that cough in for 10 minutes. You know, she came in and I apologized a bit. Because I'm like, look, I, you know, I, uh, I feel like I was too heavy on you. Because, look, it's not like I get a bunch of those. That's the first one I've gotten. The first email I've gotten. She doing good in school. It's a lot. And, you know, so I apologized. Which was something else that my father would do sometimes. Not often. He ain't apologize for no ass whoopings. And he, and I don't honestly think he should have. Because to me, the words can be so much worse than the ass whoopers. And sometimes the words um, need to be stepped back. And, and they need to see that I ain't just a dumbass brick wall. Sometimes I can look at things and say, man, maybe I said too much. You ain't deserve all that. It don't change that you said it. I mean, I ain't say no, like, you know, crazy stuff, but it's just like, you know, it was too much for the, for what you brought to the table all this time to have one discretion, you know, maybe it, it was too much. So that's, that's the balance, man. Basically, what I'm saying is the balance is all crazy. It's all it's all over the place, man. It, it's it's hard to balance what you give to your kids, and it's hard to balance what you got as a kid. So really, what I would like to know, if I can get it out there, is how people handle their kids, man. Is it a in comparison to how they were raised? Do you feel like you're a hybrid of your parents or your parent and your own fresh style, your own fresh eyes? Are you completely different? Are you the same? Are you just an ass whooping machine? When you accidentally put your hand up to your face to scratch an itch, does your kid jump three feet back? Like, oh shit, I'm about to slap. Is that happening? Or are you like, come here, little little Billy, come here. Now, you know, you shouldn't do that. 
And what you did, you shouldn't do. So don't do it again, okay? Come here, who loves you? And then you rub them on the head, give them a kiss. Give them some ice cream, tuck them in. Is that your style? If that is your style, how is it working out for you? And I don't say that to mock. Hell, you might have the perfect, the perfect approach. I really am curious, man, because it is a battle. It is a battle within. It's a battle of fear because you're scared that, look, if I don't nip this in the butt, I might allow, I might unlock something in my child that makes them think this is okay for the rest of their life. If I don't stop this right now, my kid gonna go around tripping kids, kicking them in the face, slapping them and shit. Cause then you watching all these fight videos. You're like, oh, my kid gonna be that kid. I don't want my kid to be that kid. Gotta make sure they don't keep talking to class. They might talk in a boardroom meeting and get fired. You're thinking of the future, cause all in the end, all you want, and I'm exaggerating that a bit, but not by much. Because in the end of the day, you want your child to be the greatest person that ever lived. That's what you want. Because that's a good life for them and a great reflection on you. And we all know, if we being real with ourselves... That just ain't going to happen. We flawed as shit. We have a hard time figuring out if we want to cuss half the people we come across out in a day. If we want to quit our job. If it makes zero sense to do so. Because I'm sick of this shit. We take 45 minute breaks instead of 30 minute breaks. We do all kind of goof-ass things that if teachers send us that email and say our kids are doing, we losing our mind. And we do worse in our everyday life. Maybe. We ain't perfect people. We ain't gonna create perfect people, but I'll be damned if we don't try. And I'll be damned if we ain't fearsome of not doing so. So I can tell you this much, and I'm not going to lie, you might be a shit-ass parent. You might be listening to this, and you might suck. Maybe I suck. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you're probably not doing that bad. If you give a damn, if you're trying, you probably are not doing that bad. Maybe you need to hear this. Sometimes I do, and I don't even know it. Sometimes, man, I feel like I'm the shittiest dad in the history of dadom. And I know that ain't true, because it's a lot of dudes that busted that nut and never came back. There's people that have done horrible things to their children when they stayed. 
So I know I'm not the worst dad, but I, you know, who gives a shit? I'm thinking about me. And I feel like, man, I just feel really crappy. I didn't play catch with them today. I suck. I didn't, you know, I didn't buy them them Robux today. I suck. And then when one of them come over and they hug me or they drop that elusive love you dad, my whole damn body warm up. And I almost, you know, sometimes I start crying. Because it's hard out here, y'all. We are biggest critics. Sometimes what we got to do is step back and realize that they see us. Sometimes they act like they don't. You come home, you tired as hell. You worried about some bills that you need to pay. And they might bounce up on you talking about, let me get $10 for some Robux. And you think they are completely out of tune with you. But they see you. They gonna try to get what they can. They gonna try to leave with something. But in the end, they love you. Because they see you doing the best that you can. And it might seem like, hey man, I love you a little bit more because you bought me these Robux. Well, hell, that's because they like the Roblox. But even if you didn't, they might pout for a while. But at the end of the day, they know you love them. And they love you. So basically what I'm saying to you is, if you out here giving a damn about your kids, a damn about your family, keep on giving a damn. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Because it's hard. Don't let them lie to you. It's hard, man. Shit, it's hard to deal with me sometimes. A lot of times. It's hard for me to deal with me. And I'll be tired sometimes dealing with me. Yet I still got something for my kids. I'm trying my best. And if you doing that, you doing the thing. Don't be so hard on yourself. But I would be interested in knowing your techniques. It's a little spot on here that allows you to talk. I never seen it from the other side on this thing. So there is a spot that lets you like comment. I don't know how you get there on your end. <laughs> but I, like I said, I'm going to try to get this out here. See if I can get some engagement with this. And see if we can hear what people what people think. Get some tips and tricks. Or maybe even just give some encouragement. Or maybe even say, look, you suck at this. Give them up for adoption. No, nah, don't, don't say that. But people are fucked up. People say some fucked up stuff, man. So, the internet is uh the internet is a uh, hell of a place. You you know, tell them what you're going to hear. They tell you to kill yourself and keep going at the same time. They they weird as hell. But anyway, I'm I'm where I need to be. It was good talking to you. Keep doing what you're doing. 
unless what you're doing is fucked up, then stop it. Y'all have a good one.